time. Tip like that. Flip on my hip, that collector trying to call. Never do a right. cause as motherfucker law. Chill beats playing in the background. Hopefully, you can't hear them through the microphones. She should read. Perfect. Alright. Um, kickstand number. This one's number 24. 24. It's been that long. Considering me and Dino When was the, the last one. time That you actually Um Christopher La And Terrace No shit That was 17 <laughs> Wasn't it Yeah That was 17 I remember that That was the time It's traumatic You remember it <laughs> Well no no I'll tell you why I remember it Because the audio Fucked up I remember that Because the audio Fucked up And it didn't record it It, it did Well it did But like It didn't It recorded it really badly and I basically ended up having to salvage the um, the Facebook Live audio and use that. Jesus, a big rip. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if for about you, ten viewers. Yeah, for about ten people. For unlucky ten people. Um, somewhere out there, they probably listen to it, <laughs> and they're like, "This is not the usual trash." quality I have been conditioned to this is even trashier they've grown accustomed to yeah yeah so actually to kick it off I forgot to tell you mm. you know the 636 that is meant to be picked up by Alan oh yeah so finally the guy called me can you explain this story before you just jump deep into the center of it no I like to and think pull, that everyone pull that closer to your mouth mate. everybody knows the captain story <laughs> No, pull it close to your mouth so you can like look at me as your. Do you do you understand the concept of microphones? I took a class. Jesus. All right. Yep. See, I, I you joke. See how, you see how I I've joke put about it? it. Look, you see how I've oh, put it. Rip, rip. Mine's twisted. You see how, how I've put it, where it's like I can look at you and project towards it. Okay. Well, then we need to feel yeah, your yeah. justice. Yes. Then. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> pull it towards you. Sorry about this. Everybody. <laughs> that one person listening. Can we just go to a blue screen? Blue In audio, is that blue possible? Screen. You know how it's like a blue screen? Oh it's my just like... god, you just fucked everything. <laughs> what are you doing, Sam? Oh, oh god. I, I loosened it. Oh my god, man. 
but Dude. now it's too heavy. Yes, of course it's too heavy. You need to back it off a little bit. Why is it so far? Can I just in? sit on it? Is that all right? No. I can't look at you though. No. Oh my God. You're not even facing the right thing. The thing is facing me. All right, how's that? Is that all right? Too far? Is that good? That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm I just feel was, trapped. That was a fucking waste of time. We should um, just take a photo of my setup just to show everyone how trapped I feel right now. It's just pushed up against my chest. Well, you can't move. <laughs> See, I, can't, yeah. I can't reach my drink now. <laughs> I'm just going to hear my throat just go drier. Yeah, so I'll. Since you're not going to do it, and yeah, I'm just going to explain this. So you sold your bike to this guy. Well, basically, I like to that crash. Still, that still hasn't picked up the bike. My second 636. He ha- he hasn't picked it up yet. It's, yeah. it's the, the first one's gone. The first mm-hmm. one was sold and gone. This one is still in your garage and hasn't been picked up. How long ago was it sold? Um, a month now. Okay. So it's the one that got written off last year in June from the accident. No one knows what you're talking about. You need to All right. explain it. I was riding home. A car decided to do U-turn in front of me. Assume it's a complete stranger that's listening to this, not just fucking... Okay, so I was doing this hectic wheelie down Nepean. Yeah. Put it down, cheering from the sideline. All these people walking home from work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was cheering. Yeah. Wheelies for the feelies. (laughs) Everyone's applauding your bravery. No, so for insurance purposes, I was doing everything legal. No, so I was filtering home. Yeah. And there was a gap in the in between traffic. A car tried to squeeze through. As I was going through, luckily slowly, the car hit me on my side. Caught my leg. Bike went tumbling. Actually, quite luckily, only hit one other car. That actually makes no sense. Can you exp- I even I don't like I know how you crashed and I still don't think that makes any sense. All right. Explain it. Filtering, better. car, T bone. You, you're filtering. You're going between cars, and then how did how did the car T bone you? Car was trying to U turn from the opposite side. Was there like a keep clear kind of no, section? No, keep no keep clear. But like there was like a U turn section, yeah. Oh, uh, I think it's actually from memory. I think it's when we can only cut across. I don't think it's U turns. Oh, yeah, no, it's U turns. Oh yeah, but obviously it's give way to traffic. And the person is just assumed there's they no one coming through. Because the, the, it's just cars. Not assumed there's no one coming through. They can't see. Yeah. They can't see. So the right how lane, often, the right lane there was a car space left lane. The one in the middle lane was packed. Yeah. So the last thing I was expecting was a car to be coming through. It's not like the whole three lanes was clear for a car to cut across even. Yep. Yeah. It was only the right-hand side had a car space clear. Yeah. So the cars come through. He's trying to do it very quick. And I can see what he's trying to do. That's why he hit me quick. Because cars waved in front of my right, which was a Hilux. Yep. So it's quite tall. I couldn't see over the Hilux because mm. it was on the 636. Yep. So you're trying to look diagonally to your right. There's a car diagonally to mm. your right. And as I've cleared from the Hilux, I just see this bumper quickly swing around. Because obviously he's tried to quickly squeeze in yeah, as quick he as he can, which is fair enough and on his since, behalf, I guess. And since you don't look, indicate, head check, or any of the above, fuck off. You <laughs> just right. I mean, look. To be honest, I, I'm guilty of doing the same thing many times, but like never had a problem. Just because I've been lucky, like I'll do it, 
I'll go through where there's like a, a clearance and there's like, you know, cars waiting to turn and whatever. And I'll go through that and nothing will happen. And I go, ooh, like I kind of took a chance on that. That's stuff I've seen you do. Well, I've like not followed because of that reason. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the time, what, what do you think the best way is to prevent that from happening? Well, especially filtering. You just take it super easy. I'll tell you what, filtering now, like I'm so slow filtering, which is probably why you've noticed I lose you half the time true true yeah 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 yep. but I'd rather do that than have another one this year new year new me no crashes new that's year. the goal new no captain. crashes balance point everywhere mm, balance point everywhere yeah yeah so yeah so stupidly I wore normal jeans as well I was due to get new ones got lazy kept pushing it further and further back going oh next paycheck next paycheck are you wearing normal you, jeans? This is just before the trip. I was going to go on the trip with Josh down Great Ocean camping. Still makes no so, sense to someone who's a stranger. All right, so I was going to go camping. So all my money was going towards the camping trip. So Kevlar jeans I thought can wait because I had the leathers at home so I thought I'd wear those Do for you the hear trip. that, people? Kevlar jeans can wait. <laughs> and now I have a nice big gash on my knee. Yeah, yeah. Nice big gash in general. So yeah, so... The car hit me on the side. From memory, I think there's only one other car. It was the Ute in front of me. Because the bike slid. Yep. And actually, that was the other thing. All the cars in front started moving, which is why the car quickly swung around. Because mm. the traffic started moving again. Mm-hmm. And at the exact same time the tra- traffic started moving, I'd sped up to go into the left lane to, mm. to occupy a lane. And as I've done that, this car's also done the same thing. And then we've collided. Amazing. So he's knocked me off the bike. The bike's hit the back of this black ute. And that was actually the guy I contacted to get the phone number from the guy who hit me. Because I was too busy lying on the floor waiting for an ambulance. Yep. So I was just, I gave my phone away to a witness and said, can everyone just give me details and everything? Because I was too busy looking at my leg. And speaking to people who were asking me if I'm alright. Mm. And the guy, what was it? The guy sat down, chatted to me. I told him to get fucked at first because <laughs> of all the adrenaline. True, true. Like, obviously, I was pissed off. Mm. And then the minute he sat down and was like, going, Oh, you're right. Like, sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know you were there. I was, I instantly said sorry back. Mm. I was like, Sorry, dude. All the adrenaline kicked in. Like, I'm just in shock. So, I mean, he was pretty patient. He was like, no, no, it's all right. I can understand. So, mm. there's no beef between me or him. I actually feel bad for him because he probably got fucked by the Highway Patrol. After no shit. after I got taken in the ambulance, Highway Patrol were around and probably gave him all the fines. No shit. So, honest mistake, but the guy probably racked up a load of fines and demerit points for it. It's not his fault, though. It's not your fault either. It's just one of those situations where, like... See, it's, he shouldn't have done it. I should have maybe gone slower and assuming someone was going to come. Why should, and he, also why the should he have not done it? And the Hilux shouldn't have ever waved him through either. Why should he have thing. not done it? What? Why should he have not done it? Well, for the exact reason. He hit a motorbike going through the middle. Yeah, but, but where was, fair enough to... Was he going to the first lane or, or the middle lane or the left lane? I think to the, to the first lane. But him doing that took over to the second lane as well yeah so obviously the card's too big to do it in one lane see that's okay to do to wave someone through 
um, in front of you know. But that's the, the thing is the Hilux has given him the go. Look, like he's the Hilux has gone to him. You're all clear. Go. Yeah. So he's put the trust into the Hilux. Like, mm. like okay, I I trust you. Mm. Much like when I go on the Alpine trip with you, I put my trust into you. <laughs> so I was traumatized so, from that so trip. So it's the existence of a motorcycle. Well, it's the existence of motorcycles in general that makes that situation. We shouldn't exist on, the, on this that, planet. That makes that situ- that makes that situation dangerous. If it was all cars on the road, it wouldn't be an issue. And because most people aren't thinking that there's going to be a motorcycle. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what are the chances? You know what I mean? There's, it's, motorcycles are pretty like you know they're not common. They're even I mean now they're a lot more common. Mm. But even still, they're not that common. So you're not going to just get motorcycles filtering all the time where you're like, okay, I need to watch out for motorcycles. So, and you can't see, and you just do it. And, you know, like, I've I've gotten waved through by cars many times in that kind of situation, and I just go for it. No, I don't. Because of that, well, if it, whenever a I car waves now. me through, I actually don't. I usually wave them. Yeah. So I was on Springvale Road the other day, and literally exact same scenario. Yep. I was waiting to do a U-turn. And because um, I was in the, um, I was in the main lane, in the middle lane, going ahead. I wanted to turn right, but I couldn't get over to the right lane. So I went, oh, I'll go over the intersection and I'll do a U-turn mm-hmm. instead of me putting in danger of trying to get across three lanes. Because I was coming from Springvale. Yep. So I went up. Oh, I'll just go across because the light's gone green for straight. So I'll just go across and I'll do a U-turn further up instead. Just take my time. So that's the other thing I've learned is patience. Yeah, like patience you, you, is key on a yeah, motorbike. I think that's true. That's true. Every time I go through a keep clear sign, um, like a clear, keep clear section, uh, where there's like a gap of traffic, um, most of the time, not every time. Beach road especially. I I definitely slow down. I slow right down to the point where I can stop mm. and yeah. look and then go. But sometimes you just in the groove and you just, you just go want to go quick it. yeah 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 yeah. and you sort of you can see it going green up ahead so you go you know come you on. want to make it yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the problem and that's where the accidents happen so um back to the story yeah yeah so end of the day yeah i got taken in the ambulance up to um alfred hospital got stitches otherwise i was fine yeah oh actually no um hip got knocked out of place I don't know if that's a thing I think your hip my hip was twisted I think your hip is probably this always been like that man there's no, no way your hip doesn't just get because I landed twisted. on my right hand side of my yeah, hip you, your hip doesn't just it, get twisted man like you, you've got so many ligaments and muscles and shit holding it together okay, let's just ignore the professionals who told me it's twisted uh, yeah no no I'm not saying it's not <laughs> twisted I'm saying it probably may have always been like that all right well either way i landed on my right side the right side was pushed slightly forward and my left side was slightly pushed back okay so it was slightly out of alignment so when i was walking my right foot was technically a different length to my left foot yeah when i lied like when i lay down straight mm-hmm. my feet weren't at the same level mm. and as obviously because of that i don't know if so fast forward had the accident bought a new 636 which fucking rip was just as much of a lemon as the first one and um what was the lemon about it again i actually kind of forgot 
Um, bike was engine immaculate. Is it, is it Original the kit, um, shock and everything was like immaculate. The block was clean. Didn't show any kind of like wear or tears and like rain weather or anything. Mm. So it looked like the guy was a, a summer rider. So like everything was spotless. Mm-hmm. Like you may have cleaned it, but even when you clean a bike that's been through all kind of terrain, you can, you can tell, only get rid yeah. of so much. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this looked untouched. Mm. But then fast forward, found out there was a leak from the crank mm-hmm. where the mechanic reckons previous owner must have split the case from an accident Yeah. to get everything re-welded because he reckoned they must have shattered a bit of the engine block. Mm. So they split it, which is a big job, mm. but they did a half-assed job and didn't machine it smoothly. So there's a slight leak. So... Anyway, sold both the bikes. Mm-hmm. Now going back to what we were originally talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the bike's been sitting there for a month. It's all paid for. Guy mm-hmm. sent me all the money. And we're organising to get it picked up. So I called him last... I spoke to the guys picking it up for him from Adelaide. Yeah. And he said to me, oh, can I pick it up today at lunch? Mm-hmm. Literally called me at 10 o'clock. And I was like, well, I've got plans today, so can you come tomorrow? When and was he goes, this? this is last week. Oh, okay. Yep. So he goes, oh, I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear from him all week. Mm-hmm. So I called him again yesterday. Yep. Or, yeah, Monday. And I said to him, oh, are you going to be able to pick it up this week? And he goes, oh, I can pick it up tomorrow. Yep. So I said to him, just letting you know there's an extra engine, plus a big box of spares. I wasn't sure if you were aware of that. So then goes, oh no, wasn't told about that. So I have to get back to you now. Mm-hmm. So I waited again. And then this morning he calls me mm-hmm. and goes, oh, I can come from 11 to 11.30. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, you'll be home. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll mm-hmm. be home. 10.30 in my gear, about to turn the bike on. I'm 15 minutes away from home. Yep. And my mum calls me. <coughs> And says, oh, there's a guy at the door to pick uh-huh. up a bike, apparently. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, he said 11, 11.30. So she, I can hear over the phone going to the guy, you said 11, 11.30. Mm. And he goes, well, I'm here now. I can pick it up. Yep. And she's like, well, I'd rather wait for my son to get home because I don't know what is being taken. Like, I can't point out to you what needs to go. Yep. So he goes, oh, no, I'm just picking up a bike. Mm. And she's like, well, I don't know which one it is. Like... I don't know what parts or yeah. in the garage need to Picks be taken. up the 900. Oh, for real. <laughs> $1,000 off. Ta- no. takes, takes the 900 double R. Nice. <coughs> <laughs> you get it there. It's just a 636 in pieces. That's oh, it. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, anyway, apparently she goes, oh, no, like, you can just wait. He's just around the corner. Mm. And he just turned around and went, no, nah, forget about it. He said, I've driven from the other side of the city to come here. Yeah. He said, no one's here. He said, no, forget it. Sort out yourselves. Okay. And just walked off. What? Okay. So he threw a tantrum and just said no to it. So he's already paid for it, So he's right? already... No, this is the the delivery guy. The guy's picking up the bike to drop it. Oh. Drop oh, it off. Oh, it wasn't him. I thought it was... No, it's not the owner. Not the I new owner. it was owner. the owner. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is the guy's picking up the bike for him. So I ended up having to call Alan and go into him. Oh, so firstly, I called the guy after I spoke to my mum. Yeah. And I just said to him, said, 
Hey mate, I've just got off the phone from my mum. I'm 15 minutes away, if you want to wait. And he goes, no mate, like, I was, I've just arrived and you're not here. I was like, well, you said 11, 11.30. Yeah. And he goes, well, I'm half an hour earlier. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you wait 15 minutes, I'll be there and we can sort it out. Yeah. And he goes, no, mate, sort out yourself. And then hung up. Why? That was it. So I've got to organise someone else to pick up the bike. Oh, God. So apparently he's pissed off because he's driven from one side of the city to the other. And can't wait 15 minutes. Who's this guy? Is is it a delivery person or is it his mate? (coughs) I called up the owner afterwards and said to him, I'm really sorry. I said, I hope you don't know the guy personally. And luckily he doesn't. So I just said to him, I said, I'm sorry to say, but the guy was very rude. Didn't seem interested in waiting around. Yeah. Rocked up early to my house Mm -hmm. before the time's um, agreed on. Yeah. And he's decided he doesn't want to do the job now. Yeah. So it's all sorted now. I've organized another guy to pick it up. Yeah. Someone who's a bit more reliable. Yeah. And he's going to pick it up for me and take it to Altona. Yep. And then Alan's already got someone from Altona who's going to drive it back to Adelaide for him. So he literally just needs to get it from my house to Altona. Back to Adelaide? Yep. Mm, no shit. So he's going to bring it... He's going to restore it to what his old 636 stunt bike used to look like. Mm, nice. So it's just going to be for show. Nice. Which is perfect, because I said to him, I said, the motor needs work, but he's not. he doesn't care. Yeah. Frames a write-off, like repairable write-off. So he's literally just going to repaint it, do the fairings and the cage and everything, and just have it on display, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So how has your new bike been? We were talking about it just before, but life-changing. So what is it? MT09. First naked. First naked. After riding sports bikes for five years. Yeah. Fuck, it has been five years. Mm. Holy shit. Five years of sport bikes. Yeah. Never once even considered a naked. And best shit. decision ever made for a commuter or a yeah. daily. Five, is it five years? Oh, no, it's four years. Isn't it? 2014. <coughs> Start of 2014. So 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. We're in 19, dude. We just started 19. Yeah. I got my license in March. Yeah, so it'd be four years. No, it wouldn't. Wouldn't it be? Early of 2014. So 14, that's one. 15, two. 16, 17, 18. Oh, yeah, because when it gets to 2018, that's four That's four years. Yeah, yeah. you know, shit, it's been five years, yeah. yeah I can't count. No shit. And this is the first... So in five years, what have you learned? The first bike that's been less than 10 years old as well. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I've so, never owned a bike less than 10 years old. So it's my first reliable bike as well. well first the, bike that starts up every time. The newest bike you've owned was a 2003. Yeah. Now it's 2014. It's nice. It's a nice transition. That bike was made roughly when you started riding. Mm. Five years ago. Not bad. Yeah, it's quite nice actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Reliable, comfortable, good for every day. Power's there. So come to think of it. Sounds good. That bike was made destined to be mine. 
Yeah, true. When yeah. I started my license. If you think about it. <laughs> it sat there waiting. It sat there in it's someone like else's possession. One day I'll be in Sam's arms. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've, the sound of an MT-09 has grown on me as well. When I first got it, I was like, yeah, it sounds mad. But I still wasn't like, yeah, this is, you know, this is my dream bike sound. For some reason, even though it sounded fucking great. But I was just so obsessed with inline force for so long. But then riding this thing around, especially like with with the baffled Acra, it's it's very tame most of the time. But when you open it up, it does definitely like, you know, roar a bit more than you expect it to. One thing I really like is I, I like that you, I feel like you can feel the chain. You can feel the tension in the chain when you power on. Yes. I never felt that on inline four because it's more smooth. True, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely feel the chain more when it's slacked, when it's too slacked. Oh, yeah. When it's too slacked, you can feel it way more. It's sort of like... But once you power on, you just feel it like the tension in yeah. the chain. Yeah. And that's one of the things I really like. It was well, quite weird when I jumped in your bike for the first time. Well, I mean, that's... It didn't feel normal for me. That's partly because it's light as well. So it makes a difference. 187 kilos. And Wait. suspension's beautiful as well. Mm. Well, considering yeah, he's done the suspension. Yeah, your, yours is already done. Yeah. It's good. So I've never really experienced one with stock. I think I you, rode, yours I think you rode mine stock, but it was well, brief. You're not, you're not really yeah, going to get very a feel long. for it. And considering I didn't really know the bike anyway, it's just riding a different bike. Yeah, yeah, you don't really pay attention to that. But yeah. um, I'll tell you what, the best way to test it is there's a road, there's a section of Boundary Road, um, East Boundary, sorry, just by Centre, mm. Centre Road. As you go across it, the road's so badly rippled that both on the ZX7 and the 636, if you powered on too quickly, yep. you'd just get wobbles. Uh, you get the vo 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 Yeah. Whereas MT09 the other day, I noticed it the other day mm. as I was riding back home. Yeah. I went across it, full powered on, and nothing. It just followed it, followed the curves of the nice. road perfectly. Yeah. Do you remember the? So that's the road I'm going to go down do you remember to the, test my suspension from now on. Do you remember the talk about suspension that we had a long time ago? When I when I found out, well, when I realised that the job of suspension and you know mechanics and experienced people out there are gonna just be like well obviously but most people don't realize this that the job of suspension isn't to provide comfort it's to provide traction it's to follow the road and how quickly it's to be as stuck to the road as yeah, possible how, yeah. how quickly does it follow the road and how much force does it put onto the road at whatever travel and all that stuff you know like it, when you realize that it's like oh yeah that's 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 the primary reason for suspension it's well, not wasn't sasha k talking about getting a guy down for the next bike meet for what to like do people's suspension or something was it i think he said some guy um offered to do it Huh. So the next bike night, guys can literally line up with their bikes, and he'll help this help um, set up the suspension. Oh, okay. So no, I did not. He did not mention that. Yeah, That's no, it's only cool. briefly he spoke about it. Yeah, 
I don't know if it's meant to be a secret, so maybe cut it out. <laughs> Sorry, Sasha. No, no, no secrets here. <laughs> we talk about everything, including the things we shouldn't talk about, but we do it anyway. But no, it'd be quite good, because I mean, last bike night, they had the coffee truck, and that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, geez, the guy made a killing, for sure. Oh, yeah. But it's good for him, good for everyone else. Yeah, well, everyone loved it. Mm. And, no, I quite like, I notice there's a lot of diversity. Yeah. Not as many learner bikes as there used to be, to be honest. You reckon? Nowhere near as many. Everyone's upgrading to R1s. Yeah. As quickly as they can. So, I don't know if it's learners, just MSI growing learners, older. and learners. There's definitely more learners. I think, yeah. there's, I think there's just more learners saying, fuck it. Yeah. Because of the three-year thing. No shit, yeah. But at the same time, I was talking to a guy the other day, and there's so much more choice in learner bikes. Yeah, that's good. When me and you started, it was... I don't know, was the MT-07 out yet? Nope. The MT-07 came, MT came out at the end of 2014, I'm pretty sure. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, so when we knew actually looking before we actually got the license, it would have been high sons. <laughs> Ninja 250s CBR 250 double R's which were Ninja, like Ninja 300 just hot came out get. no one's got two, um, 250 double R's anymore like nowhere yeah, near yeah, as many yeah, yeah. Ninja 250s were the thing to go yeah, for yeah I don't see those anymore CBR 250s were the thing to go for as well it's um, the GPZ isn't it GP, no, it's GPX GPX yeah GPX 250s are like you know the dinosaur of 250s that were cheap to be fair they're not the nicest looking they're terrible <laughs> They're terrible to ride as well. The two, the Ninja 250R is way better than the GPX. Yeah. Way better in, in, by every, uh, every you know like. Actually, the Duke 390s just came out as well. Oh yeah, they just yeah they came out. So the 390s were new. Yeah. The Ninja 300 was fresh. Fresh the, on the The 300 came out in 2013. <coughs> That's what I mean. It was new. The, the 300 was <laughs> out for a while before I actually got my bike so because I was considering it and I just I remember not having enough money for it and going oh it's $7,000 brand new and have I was you actually, seen a Dalem since? huh? have you seen a Dalem since? ah uh, yeah I don't think I've seen anyone ride a Dalem I have seen a Dalem but very rarely I probably have seen a Dalem once a year every year that I've been riding which is very rare just on your anniversary yeah? yeah yeah <laughs> a special occasion yeah yeah I'd, I'd see it sort to of, celebrate another year on the road sort of just like look at it from far away and go oh shit look who it is over there I'll see a black one but you see that's the difference in me one. and you if there was a bigger version of the Dalen would you get it mm, fuck that no fuck that whereas there are what, was like my 250 by, made and by Dalem I, I wanted the 900 because I wanted a bigger what, version of my 250 made by Dalem yeah yeah, unless it was like a nice 750 that was like an inline four that they actually did a really good job on it basically turned into a jack bike then no I'm but what i mean is a bigger that. version of the dalem well, like that, same engine well that's called the sp1 or sp2 <laughs> yeah but, sadly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, but that it's, came first the but it's, a, it's, a, it's a v-twin yeah it's a very different bike and it's very rare and if you had one you'd actually like you know be scared about dropping it the amount but of that's times, the difference the amount of like, times I dropped that fucking Dalem see the, 
a lot of people go for the ninjas that the static six r's because they want a bigger version of the ninja 300 yeah and yeah. it's the same with the cbr 250s mm. there's a lot of people who get those they all want the 900s because it's a bigger version of their bike uh, but you don't have that same passion ZX6R other... is not a bigger version of a 300 though other, uh, actually, yeah, other you, than yeah, actually, other than you know vague looks that's the thing is the CBR 900 is just a big version of the yeah, 250 yeah it definitely is yeah and that's the difference is the 250 RR it's a bit of a new bike now but yep. everyone who gets one loves that bike yeah yeah I can see everyone why loves well. them I can see why no, it's one Which of those, is why you can say it's, 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 it's one a of those successful bikes bike. You can't look down on them, mm. those bikes. You just can't because they're, they're, they're a true super sport 250, you know? Um, but every, the fact everyone, that people it, want to keep their bike, but they want more power. Yeah. So they go to the 900s like I did because I wanted to, to keep my bike, but I wanted one with more power. Everyone, so I got the best um, of both worlds. Everyone that starts on a CB400 starts looking at the Hornet 919 as well hmm which is basically your engine in a naked yeah. yeah yeah no shit yeah 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 it's it's um well it's a 919 so it's a little bit different it's it's a slightly like bigger version yeah but it basically isn't it's just a big version basically, of the yeah. CD400 well it's a, it's a detuned 929 yeah uh, that's the way I think of it I'm sure someone out there is going to be like no it's not it's actually this I'm like alright cool but it is basically the same thing I doubt we're going to get someone listening to this to argue that though I don't know people will find a way to argue good they always that's do that's what I want they always do it's inevitable <laughs> you know? it, like this is this is how much people like arguing about shit okay how many people do how many people listen to this Roughly, what do you think? Like um, avid, avid listeners, us. avid listeners <laughs> to hear our own voices. People that actually wait for it, and like, when it comes out, they get excited. Uh, fucking barely. Maybe there's like ten max at the moment, right? Yeah. And out of those ten people, five people <laughs> always have something to complain about. So I'm a, I'm excited for the future. If this if this starts getting more listeners and people weighing in and people you know, suggesting to talk about different things and whatever I hope politics gets into this yeah I hope so I hope it becomes political <laughs> I hope it just gets out of hand <laughs> um, but like if more people get into this and 50% of, of the people that listen to it already are already like complaining about shit like it's looking good for the future I reckon it's, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great. No, and I'm gonna pull out. No, you're gonna pull out. I'm gonna do a Casey Stoner. You pull out game. Is I'm strong. just gonna be like, nah, there's yeah. too many politics involved. Too many. I'm just gonna <laughs> do it in my too free many time. Politics. And just do podcasts on my own <laughs> and just keep them offline. Uh, set up a. Hey, do you reckon I can pull off a podcast on my own? Just sit there and just talk shit for an hour. Hundred percent. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, it just seems kind of lonely. <laughs> just talking to myself for an hour. I don't talk to myself. Surprisingly, most people think no, I No, everyone does on the bike. Uh, I don't. 
I don't. No. I, I hardly talk to myself. I think I just tell myself, no, that was stupid. That's basically what I tell myself. Well, look, I, I very rarely talk to myself. And if, it, if I do, it's so brief. And it's probably like one or two words. I think a lot, but I don't actually talk. So it's very hard for me to just talk to myself. I think all I tell myself writing is calm down or swearing <laughs> every person who's driving <laughs> under the speed limit yeah I've done that but and that's my favourite one but it's not that common it's you know, oh it's very oh, common you know Colin, South East is very common you know Colin Furs the guy on YouTube that just makes crazy shit in his in his shed the guy who makes like the mobility scooter and like um he puts the F3 CBR engine into a tuk-tuk or whatever oh yeah yeah I know that, that one that guy Right, he talks to himself all the time in his videos, and he's he's like, he's like, he's like, that's not the way to do it, Colin. Like he'll like talk to himself, and you're like, fuck, I'm just witnessing someone talk to themselves. He's not even <laughs> staging this. This is legit, just him working. Like, yeah, just come on, Colin, get it done. Just get it. Done. Just put it in the frame, Colin. <laughs> Does he still make videos? Oh yeah, he just made one. I I watched it today. He just made one about um, Formula E. Formula E um, oh, sort yeah. of sponsored him to make a a um, a E drift trike. So it's a so basically he grabs a BMX, cuts the frame, and makes it into a a drift trike. But it's you know uh, electrical uh, electric powered. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's making that, and he pretty much finished it in one video. Well, I mean, I'm sure it took a lot longer than what it seems. But he, he cranks those things out, man, all day. He just cranks them out. Is it just a hobby? I th- well, he's so famous now on, on YouTube. He's got he's got something like close to 10 million subscribers. Oh, I think it's like six or seven. But he's, it's coming up quite quick. Yeah. Um, that his hobbies kind of turn into a job, I guess. I don't, I don't know if he actually has a, pro- a normal job. But this guy's so crazy that I think he has a legit job. I think he has a normal IT job or some shit. You know? Yeah. See, uh, there's not there's not a motor vlogger out there yet who's actually made it their career, is it? Um, I Considering, don't like, riding think with Tom and, so. Like, Maybe Royal Jordanian? And stuff. Nah, even Royal Jordanian has a job, I'm pretty sure. Well, he just posts them for for his own pleasure, isn't he? Yeah, but he's got such a big following. He, mm. ma- he probably makes a decent amount of money from it. Yeah. Like the merch that he sells and all that shit. You know, like he's got a decent following. And I mean, I I haven't watched it in years, but like, I I think there's a few motor vloggers out there. But it's like Baron though. Baron just does it as a, as a hobby, doesn't he? Well, Baron got so good at it and so popular that he, he joined up with 44 Teeth. And now that's a job. Now it's his legit job. I don't know if he... Well, he maybe, maybe no, he, I still think he has a job on the side. Maybe, just, maybe he does I have a job funds, on the side. I think it just funds itself, like the page. Maybe he does have a job on the side. Because all the trips and stuff that they do, I'm assuming this... That's all paid the for. Income by the income is funded yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. the following. Yeah, I think I think you're right. But I think... He's probably, probably still paying off those fines I heard about. probably five motor vloggers in the world, maybe more. But I would I would assume five that do it as their job. Is Yami Noob still making stuff? Is everyone boycott him? I don't know. I never watched his stuff other than the odd, you know, you know, countdown or that he does. 
Top 10 riders. Top 10 fucking whatever, some shit. Yeah. So comfortable. Top 10 dick lickers on the road. I don't know. It's always some weird shit like that. But like, yeah. I don't know, motor vlogging was never really an interest to me, even though I gave it a go. I'm still like, it's still like, what the fuck, what, what, it, I don't know, it seems like you're taking yourself way too seriously if you're making videos of you talking. Well, that's the thing, the I'm bike. not keen on doing the motor vlogs. I like documenting our trips, but I was watching the, um, the long way around. Yeah. And it's kind of the same mentality as what they did. Yeah. Like, I'm more, I like the idea of documenting it so we can look back on it. <clears throat> more than like getting views and having everyone else watch it like I think we probably watch our trip videos more than anyone else we just jump back onto it and I mean that's the thing it's just something I do for fun but I'm not really interested in making these videos and trying to get a following base from it so what's your account name if anyone wants to watch the Alpine trip uh, Captain Carter. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we need to put a disclaimer on that video though. Just <laughs> four, no, five boys were harmed in the making of this video. Five boys were traumatized in the making. Why? Oh, just that Zeus cloud what came that? crashing down to. Actually, who was prepared for that trip? Were you prepared, gear wise? I think you were, you were the most prepared though with your Mm-mm. wet weathers. Mm-mm. Nope. No. No. Uh, well, I'll ex- I'll explain. Um, I had Gore-Tex boots, so we'll start from the bottom up. Oh, Gore-Tex. Uh, I had Gore-Tex full touring sports touring boots, which did well, kept my feet dry. Um, mm. I had. Actually, that was the only dry part of you, wasn't it, after the trip? What's that? After that night. What? Your feet were the only dry part of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I... Yeah, so the, the boots were good. I had RJ's overpants over my Kevlar jeans, which were a utter failure because they started leaking from the middle and, like... Literally, like, I felt like someone grabbed my balls, like, and, and cupped them, right? And just gently cupped them. And, you know, cupped them long enough that, like, you trusted them, you know? Because that's a pretty vulnerable place to be for someone to just cup your balls, you know? And if you trust them, you sort of relax and just go, okay, you know, I trust you with my balls. And then, without you looking, they just picked up a dropper filled with water right and they just started slowly dropping a little bit of water at a time just underneath your balls just just on their hands so it goes underneath to where they're cupping it and eventually your balls are so saturated that you're like i i'm not having a good time anymore and that was me with this is my, like 50 shades of ours yeah that was me with kevlar jeans wearing rj's overpants i mean it's my fault for buying RJs in the first place and thinking that it's going to do the job. They worked for about hmm, 10, 15 minutes until they started leaking. In, like, the, in the middle of all places. Like, like that, that would be a place that I would put the most amount of reinforcement 
But no, it's fucking RJ's. What do you expect? So, anyways, um, and then we move up into my Danny's D dry jacket, which did very well. However, I had very shit eBay spec forty dollar gloves that leaked almost instantly. Oh, that's right. You threw those in the bin, didn't you? Almost instantly, which which I threw in the bin the day after when we were leaving the 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 cabin that we stayed at. Um, yeah, and they leaked almost instantly. My hands were cold, wet, and and then my sleeves filled up with water because the D dry is so good that it was just holding the water on the inside, and I had to like flush out my sleeves every now and then just like put my put my hand down aim it down so all the water would just gush out and I uh, put my hand back up so that was not fun so basically the jacket got soaked by having water come through the gloves um I had a little bit of water seep through the top just because my helmet wasn't like very it didn't sit low enough and I didn't really have a face mask that was um, waterproof or that like filled in that gap um, my helmet was actually a, you know, it was a shark speed R that had a clear visor with a pin lock in it and that that did well for most of the time and towards the end because I was breathing so heavy on it and I wasn't really moving that fast it started fogging up just a little bit in some spots because it was just getting so saturated and the seals around the visor were leaking yeah so the race style tinted visor was not a good idea yeah so helmet wise i was like half prepared like i'd say okay boots definitely yes jacket yes gloves no pants no so i had a rough time with that uh do not rest the mic on you like that because the cable's getting squished underneath. Just look, shorten shorten the stem. Okay? Shorten the stem. Bit more, bit more, bit more. And then tighten it. And then tighten that and then yeah, just bring it closer to you. Bring it around the side. Oh, it's too far that side. No, it's not. Is that alright? Yeah. Is yeah. that okay? Oh, uh, bring it closer to you. No, the, the actual thing. Yeah, there you go. It can't go closer. That's a lot better. No, that is better, yeah. That is How a lot funny better. would it be if this has cut out my entire my entire audio? Oh, uh, let's check. <laughs> It'd be a, probably a good thing. Yeah, I didn't really make much of an input, did I? <laughs> no one wants to hear about a no, 636 that's trashed. It's still going. It's all good. We're okay. Yeah. Um, so for this trip, which is, hey, it's in three days. Yeah. This where, time we're, where are we going? We're too prepared this time. That's where the are we going? Um, well, Falls Creek the first night and then down to Nuji for the second night. Yep. Camping. We are camping. And what's your gear? Bottom to top. Well, influenced by Harry. Um, now I've got the Arai axes is that bottom to top we're, we're right. doing top to bottom all right let's do top to bottom um the axis three is it mm-hmm. axis three helmet with the pin lock visor this time yep so i don't mist up my visor every time i'm riding through rain mm-hmm. um 
the Carve Master Dionysi. Carve Master 2, yep. is it? With the thermal and the wet wet liner. Mm-hmm. Even though there's going to be no fucking rain. And it's going to be 27 on the Saturday now. I hope it rains. Oh, I'm praying. <laughs> Josh isn't too excited for it, but we're hoping something goes wrong. Because, I mean, I, that's the thing we've learned. I hope Zeus makes a comeback. We've learned the best trips are the ones that fuck up. Hey, if you want to check out what the Zeus cloud is, uh, jump onto the channel that was mentioned before. Captain, what is it? Captain... Well, all look up. Is it Captain Carter? On YouTube, Morty Boy's Alpine Trip. Morty Boy's Alpine Trip. Hell yes. Yeah, if you... Uh, <laughs> Represent. W- would that come up? Yeah, it does, that yeah. Would, yeah, it does. I'm pretty yeah. sure it does. Morty Boy's Alpine Trip. That's the video you want to watch. And it's, That's what it's I search It's a pretty up. good video. That's what I search up when I watch it monthly. Well, actually weekly. Fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Just to remind yourself. Never forget. Whenever I've got some downtime, that's the first video that goes up. Yeah. Listen to a bit of Violet Hill and watch <laughs> a couple of storms. Yeah. <clears throat> um, back to my gear. Yep. Well, so for this trip... Carbmaster 2. Carbmaster 2, actually. Don't forget. Yes, yeah, I said, yeah. Um, I've then bought the five... I don't even know what they are. The five... WFX Max. So, yeah... Um, thermal lines um, wet liner again or just wet weather proof I don't know is it wet liner or is it what what do you refer to as for the gloves is it wet liner they've got this thing called out dry so it's similar to Gore-Tex um, and it's uh, apparently the waterproofing standardized testing has proven that it is on par with Gore-Tex, which I'm impressed by, and they um, they glue well, the they actual really... liner to oh, well. to the fabric on the outside. I'll say they don't really breathe, but at the same time, going up Mount Donna when we did the test. Well, run don't the forget other day. that you have a you have a thermal insulator as mm. well. So the so the breathability comes from the liner, but the actual insulator will not let you breathe that well. Yeah, which is. It's great for a cold day. It's it's yeah. It, they're, they're all winter gloves. But you'll get you'll get hot very quickly. Yeah, if it's slightly warm. Yeah, if it's more than fifteen degrees, you're gonna get cold. Oh, so you're gonna get too hot. Yeah. I've then bought the um, <coughs> well the dry rider pants. The dry rider pants are a um, dry rider adventure. Yeah right. Yeah. So adventure ventilated. Thermal wet liner again, padded, hip padding as well, which is mm. good. Um, so dry riders are a little bit different in their waterproofing, where they, instead of making a waterproof liner that is stuck to the actual um, fabric on the outside, well, from the inside, uh, they have a separate waterproof liner that you can remove, which is good because you can use them as um, summer pants if yeah. you wanted to for trips. Well, I think that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah. With the temperatures we're going to, I'll yeah. probably take them out and then chuck them in just before we get to Falls Creek, to be honest. Yeah. Where my pants, they're an Alpine Star, um, I forgot what they're called, but they're Alpine Star Gore-Tex pants. Originally $500 retail. Yeah, right. Uh, I got them for $100. Brand new. Oh, no shit. Got them tailored, so now they're custom fit to me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you showed me the other day. Which is great. Um, they've got the suspenders. Only downside is, if it does get hot, and I take the thermal liner out, 
they won't be that ventilated. Yeah. Because you can't take the Gore-Tex liner out. It's it's basically so it's molded. It's molded to the outside. So you have to commit then. Oh, you'd have to commit for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't actually tested them without the thermal liner. I don't know how cold they'd be or warm, but I'm guessing it's not going to be as good as the dry rider ones because your ones actually open up. They've got massive yeah, mesh ventilation. Yeah. yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll open up fully. Well, and that's actually the other thing as well. So I can wear, I can wear um, that's trackies one, underneath. That's one thing Gore-Tex will never do. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, no, it might not be as waterproof as the Gore-Tex, but um, it's not as versatile. The yeah. Gore-Tex is not as versatile as the dry water ones. So I've got the pants. Best part is because they're big enough, I can wear like trackies underneath. Yep. So I've got the comfort factor mm-hmm. and they go over my boots as well to stop any um, water getting in from the top. Yep. And then the, more of the Alpine Stars, I've got the, the Gore-Tex... Gore-Tex SMX6 V2. Yeah. Which nice, are so really nice boots. So I'm fully geared up. Super sport, sport, sport touring, all in one. Um, the only difference between the old ones and new ones is a slider. And the fit is slightly different. The older ones are a little bit bigger. They feel bigger. for the, As in the same size, is physically bigger for some reason. On the older ones. Well, basically, yeah. I mean, you've fully geared up for all weather yeah and we're meant to get a nice weekend now look i'm not mad about that because once we do get to where we are we we want to just hang out yeah you know we don't want to worry about like tarping up and like huddling underneath you know well we're not gonna have to now no huh we're not gonna have to well i mean you know what i'm hoping for i'm hoping i mean this is i'm hoping it's cold this is this is I've, i've got so much shit that's going to keep me warm. True, true. But this, this is this is what I hope the weather's going to be like. I hope it's going to be cold, shit, and rainy, and like just terrible on the way there. But as we get there, it clears up. Calm after the calms, storm. It calms down, and we can just relax. And then the next day, maybe another storm. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you know, and then we get to where we're going, and then it's calm, and then we can just relax. See, our best hope is Josh, because he's got the DR. So his is the only carby bike. So we're hoping something DR. goes wrong with the carbs. Hopefully so the we carbs pull over and... up with a leaf or something. Yep, perfect. Yep. I want some kind of breakdown. I, want, I just I... don't want it to be my bike. <laughs> well, it's not going to be your bike, because it's a fucking new MT-09. It's, nothing's going to happen to it. Unless, of course, I sabotage the night before. Unless you sabotage it, which we might. I'll put a timer on. We might, yeah, yeah. I won't even... Rem- I won't even... Yeah. Ignition ignition kill. I'll do a random number. I won't even look at it. Yeah. And I'll just set it off. <laughs> so I'll never know when it's actually going to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're going uphill on Mount Hotham and it's... We'll put them torrential, on all the bikes. Torrential we'll downtown. put a timer on every single bike. Self-sabotage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ter- you never know. They could all go off five minutes within each other. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be days between each other. Days? <laughs> Well, like, as we're back, yeah. like, like, just chilling at home, you, see, you can't start your bike anymore. Oh, yeah. But, that's that's the plan. <laughs> but then it means that the trip was perfect. You know? It's like it's like my trip and Harry's. That was terrible. Cause yeah. It went, it went great. <laughs> but that's what we've noticed. After, ever since that Alpine trip, me and you have just been longing for disaster. Yeah, yeah. Same as the MSR. Well, look, there event. is... There is 
there's something to be gained about going through adversary you know yeah there's something that everyone longs for when bad shit happens and you overcome it and you come out alive and kind of in one piece afterwards you know and if everything goes well then you sort of take everything for granted and you just you don't get that sense of accomplishment anymore see the part i'm hoping that goes well is is the camp i'm hoping we set up camp we'll chuck the hot plate up on the fire see that's the part i can't wait for i can't wait to have the fire cooking that hot plate is going to be sitting in the middle burning Mm. and then just chucking that big lamb steak on it smoking that's the part i'm excited for a couple of the beers and hopefully peace hopefully peace and quiet no kids running around since it's the long easter weekend yeah so i mean we've kind of cucked ourselves there (laughs) yeah no small emons anyway yeah or smaller smaller yeah but no so hopefully we can get away from all the crowds all the families that are going to be venturing out that way as well but like harry said harry said we may be able to camp off of mount hotham if we can find a spot he said to me the other day that would day, be quite nice actually well he said to me the other day when he went there once um doing night photography yeah he was walking down this road like this side road which he reckons bikes could get down he reckons cars won't be able to which is a plus for us he's walking down it is pitch black mm. and he said he reckons he could just about make make out this object in front of him so he stopped and kind of squinted and realised he was literally looking at a tent like centimetres away from his face oh what the fuck yeah holy and shit and he was all like literally <laughs> this guy was just camping sleeping in his tent and there's Harry just staring at the tent <laughs> like oh <laughs> apparently he was that close to walking into it oh my god That's so he funny. reckons we could find a spot like that and that would be mad if we could have the four of us with the bikes yeah all the tents yeah. on the side of the mountain yeah. not a girlfriend in sight oh I'm hoping no phone signal I'm hoping I'm hoping otherwise yeah. Harry's gonna show us every every photo he's got on Facebook <laughs> I mean he still has his gallery which I'm not looking forward to <laughs> Uh, his phone gallery always comes to the rescue whenever he's out of data so you just bring a rock with you <laughs> if he gets it out once just throw the rock at his phone yeah yeah just blame it on a small avalanche just bring a, what do you mean bring a rock with you well bring one like just bring like just one. in case you can't find one just in just, case yeah just pack just in case what? pack a specific rock designated <laughs> this is a phone smash. <laughs> phone smash rock just don't label it yep why not because anyone know how would you know which one's which how would you know between your cooking rock and your phone (laughs) smashing rock just have one two three four for each of us ah yep yep just don't get them mixed up yep (laughs) yeah hey let's talk intercoms actually so we have the Scala Freecom 4 which I think will do very well in terms of battery life and connectivity I, I charge mine because I watched once I, a fortnight, I reckon. I watched it, yeah, so yeah, same, yeah. I watched a video just, just before. I reckon, just quickly, I reckon if I charge it on the Thursday night, I would be surprised if I have to charge it on the trip. Yeah, same, actually. But I will still charge it. I reckon it. I will have to charge it once, but like near case. the end, yeah. 
depending on how much I leave it on as well, because I sometimes forget to turn it off. Yeah. But I reckon it would probably last the three days easy. For sure, yeah. I reckon... Because it'll probably be about... How many hours do you reckon we'll do actually riding? Mm, I'm going to do probably eight hours of riding all up. What, two days? Sorry, the three days? Three days. uh, All up? Mm, Eight hours on the first day. Well, not eight. No, proper actual riding, it'll be like six hours. So six hours on the first day. And that's the biggest day. Three, that's our skiing three hours from here, on the, all the second way day. To Falls Creek, whereas the next two days it's just three hours small. on the second day, and then three hours on the third day. So uh, twelve hours, and my phone has lasted from six a.m. to. Oh, I'll have to charge my phone each day for PM. sure. Hmm? I'll have to charge my phone each day for sure. Well, I know yeah, that for a fact. Yeah, my phone will definitely be on charge a lot. Um, pure, I don't know why though, because I'm not. GoPros use will it. probably last a day. I'm not going to use my phone much, though. But even GoPro, I'd switch it on for a minute, mm-hmm. max, usually, and then I'd turn it off again. Yeah. So I'd only be turning it on for bits I reckon are worthwhile. Yeah. So I reckon the GoPro would last a day of charge. Yeah. Like, I'll have to charge it for each day. Yeah. But it would last the whole day, I reckon. Well, I was watching a video just before comparing Senna's Tucados to, you know, the, the Freecom 4s and all the... Like, not Freecom 4s, they were... They were Comparing the Senna 20, 20S Evo mm. and the 30K or whatever, 30, I think it's called 30K. Um, they were comparing it to the Scala, or not the Scala, the Cardo, that's what they're called now. Um, Pactalk, Pactalk Bold. And they were saying, like, for the price, the the Senna doesn't do anything that the Pactalk does. So what's the Pactalk? The Pactalk is the one that uses DM, uh, DMC mesh. So it's dynamic mesh connectivity, I think it is. So that's the one that connects not through Bluetooth, but connects with um, this, like, you know, it's like a special... It's, 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 it's their own radio technology that they use, and it has a range uh, that can quadruple um, the uh, individual range. So the individual range is something like 1.2 kilometers i think and you can basically quadruple that if you have people daisy chaining off each other that's right you were saying yeah yeah and like you said when would you use that um we could use it would we though well think about it this way if the first person is about a kilometer away from the last person we're definitely gonna um, disconnect but the thing is though but are DMC, we really going to want to talk to each other for 8 hours on the first no, day no no but I'm saying it doesn't matter we're going to get to camp and we're not going to want to talk to each other we're no like, no we've, you, we've you, run out of topics you're missing the point you're missing the point if I want to talk to the first person hey I need fuel can we stop soon and I turn it on briefly just for that I'm not going to be able to reach that person yeah I can reach the person in front of me but it's not going to be able to daisy chain to them, you know? It's not. It doesn't reach that far. That's when you do a fuckboy move and you overtake everyone mid-corner. Yes. And, and then you, you just wave your hand. And you run out of fuel trying to do that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you realise too late. Or even better, you just pull over and you just wait for them to realise. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like 10 kilometres up the road and they're like, yeah, fuck. 
That quick. Where's ours? We'd be in 10 kilometers. It'd be, it'd be like they'd get to campsite. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even notice it. You just, if there's no turnoffs and there's no reason to stop, you just keep going. Not even. It'd be into my third beer and I'd be like, fuck, this is way too quiet. <laughs> yeah. We're missing someone. I feel like there's someone not here. Oh. This has been way too calm and relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think the. Because I've been looking at Senna's versus the Cardo's for a while, just trying to see like are they worth it and all that. They're way bulkier, the Senna's. They're pricier, for sure. They don't provide anything that the Pactoc Bold doesn't provide. And, um, you know, they 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 don't do anything that the Pactoc doesn't provide. Uh, for, and they and they do it for a higher price as well. So I reckon going Cardo's was it was actually a very good move. Just seeing what it does, even the lower models like mine and yours, Freakon Four, and the Freakon Four Plus is now out actually. So what do you get from the Plus? The Plus has a wheel on it, a toggle wheel. Um, I can't remember what else it does. I think um, the Plus has like uh, they advertise on it that you can charge it while using it, but. I can charge mine while using it. I was going to say, I charged mine the other night. Yeah, while using when it. When I left yours. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. It ran out of charge, so I just plugged it in and kept riding with this wire and this cable dangling off my helmet. Yeah, why not? It worked fine. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. And, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else new on it. It's just a different design. There's a wheel on it, which I don't really know if that is going to be... You know, I'm not really phased. I mean, I'm yeah. quite happy with the controls now. Same, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, um, there's a Pactalk Slim, which is quite nice, which is very slim line, and the battery and all that stuff sits at the back. Yeah. And it sort of like centers the helmet, so you don't have one thing out, you know, weighing down one side. Although I, think- I don't, I don't feel that with mine because it's a slim line one. But the old version of Pactalk was quite bulky. Yeah. The Pactalk Bold is now slimmer but then you have the Pactalk Slim as well which is 6 millimeters thick it's tiny it just has buttons on it and it's Shit. full voice connectivity natural oh, voice see that's, that's nice see that's the flaw with Freecom natural voice recognition yeah I don't think it's a, a flaw I actually like buttons I don't like talking to it see what happens I don't, to the, I don't um, respect machines that much you talking about that what happened to the skull helmet do you remember that the Scully Scully yeah yeah, I think they went bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just sort of went, nah, not going to do it. I think, they, I think there was too many issues they didn't foresee happening, and it, like, weighed them down, brought well, the helmet the weighed you down. Did you see how big the helmet was? Well, yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I thought it was a great idea, because someone needs to do it first, even if they fail. Yeah, well, actually, someone, after they did it, BMW someone, followed, yeah. didn't they? But BM, did even BMW release I theirs? I don't know who... Or was it just a flex I, to show I, them... I haven't to show really what followed they can do. it. I don't know, no. Because that was a did couple they? of years ago. BMW showed off their one. And it was to talk with the bike as well, mm. if you remember. Like, it connected up to the BMW bike they had. I can finally talk to my bike? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It connected up to the bike or something, because that was part of the advertising. Oh, so was get, it was so you can get speed it was a BMW. Yeah, it was a BMW helmet for a BMW rider. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you're a Honda boy, that was it. 
Yeah, yeah. You were just you'd be riding with this heavy electronic helmet that just did nothing. <laughs> it's probably a modular as well, so it's two kilos. Yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah. So you, do, do there be the rich people just buying it just to flex? Just to be like, I've got the new BMW helmet. We can't use it. But. Someone needs to take the first step. And I like that they did that. Even if it fails, it doesn't matter because then that sort of like... Well, actually, that's it's, like Yamaha it's like, with the... Um, no one wants to be the first kid on the dance floor. But once the first kid goes up, everyone's on there. And it gets better and better. But that's the thing. I was reading the other day because I was quite curious. What's the new Yamaha? Do you like that analogy? I was quite proud of that analogy. I kind of brushed it off. Oh, thanks. What's the new Yamaha three-wheeler? Oh, the fucking... Nikon. Yeah. The MT-10. That's what the MT-10 should have been. I was really curious if I could find anything. I was curious to see if they've actually sold well. Because I've seen everyone test riding them. Yep. And preaching, it's pretty good. Like, I liked it. It was stable. But has anyone actually bought one? I had someone come into my work and talk to me about how much he loves it. But would he buy one, though? No, he bought it. Oh, he did get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's one guy. That's the thing. I'm curious to see how successful it's been. But but I think... But that... the argument is, is Yamaha's kind of opens a door for a whole new type yeah, of yeah, motorbike. Yeah. But and I that's think, the thing I is people the guy, are going to compete with it. The guy that bought it, if I remember correctly, he was a person returning to riding. He had a big accident a long time ago and he was paranoid about riding again, but he wanted to ride. So yeah. he got that. I think that's who it's for. It's, yeah. pe- it's people that are unsure people that are like I don't want to I don't want to do this all over again so he's unsure so he buys a $20,000 bike whatever it's worth no no he's unsure he knows <laughs> he wants to ride I don't know if I want to ride I'm just going to buy this no. extremely expensive no, three-wheeler no he wants to ride it's a stepping stone to riding he wants to ride he definitely knows he wants to ride again but he's unsure about the safety factor because he's yeah. so traumatised about what's happened you know he wants something that's hard to low side. He wants something that can break hard and has double the um, traction on the front to break hard and all that stuff. So, look, in, in theory, yes, that, that thing is, has, has a lot of advantage over a normal bike. But you're kind of losing something that a motorcycle has. Well, I mean, the amazing part is because... I thought it as well as I thought it would literally stand there yeah. like static yeah but apparently it acts the exact same as a motorbike like it will fall over yeah it will fall over yeah which is it made more sense to me once they said that mm-hmm. I could see how it worked then more mm. whereas I looked at it and thought of it like those scooters the three wheel yeah, scooters yeah, where it just yeah, sits yeah. there yeah. and you can only lean so hard yeah and it limits you but uh, yeah this one acts as a motorcycle with just two extra wheels yeah sorry an extra wheel an extra wheel yeah 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 it does yeah I'd be keen to ride one I'd be keen to just test it out apparently it's not too bad on servicing either because that's the other thing I looked at it instantly I just thought it's an MT09 front end rebuild it's going to be fucking expensive it's an MT09 isn't it it is it's the same engine yeah I think it is actually it's an MT09 engine in a MT10 looking body that looks like a praying mantis and, have you uh, sat on one? Nope. I've See, not, I've I, not. I've not even, I didn't sit on it. All I did was I all I did it. was walk past it. That's it. At the expo, I looked at it from where the rider would be sitting because mm. I, was, I was too scared to jump on it. Mm. <laughs> Way too scared. Didn't yeah. want to drop that thing. Yeah, nah. And um, how far do you reckon it would lean over until it starts picking up the other wheel? 
I don't know if it would. Oh, of course it would. I think it'd have to low side to lift the other wheel. Yeah, but how how far? How, how what degree? Imagine if that's like the new thing to show off your skill. It's no longer wheelies. It's oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, bro, did you see that corner? I went for. I lifted the other wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, was, I, don't, I, I don't even, your, even need bro, that other wheel. Bro, I was on two wheels in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that, bro? I was on, I was two on. Yeah. I was up on two. I was up on two, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just it's a new trend. I think I'm 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 outriding this bike. I was up on two. Imagine just jumping in and reading the forums, like mm. for those like the Nikon riders, the like, the the motor riders, the kind of issues they have. They're like, oh hey guys, like my Nikon's got a problem. Like I was riding the other day and just my right wheel just keeps losing traction. Like how do you guys solve this? Like <laughs> the, just the white Nikon, boy issues, Nikon like, riders universe. <laughs> <laughs> Every other rider's looking like this isn't an issue. This should not be an issue. This this yeah. He's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, he's like, oh, you're just not riding it correctly, man. You know, the right, the right wheel should never lose traction. It's always the left. It, it was by design. Everyone knows this. Fucking noob. <laughs> yeah. It would take. I reckon there's a forum out there for Nike and Nike. What Nike? It sounds like I'm saying naked. Actually, Nikes. even the um. And and it took 15 minutes for someone to be called um a noob. <laughs> even though it's a brand new bike <laughs> like no one knows anything about them but you know it how took we... 15 minutes for someone to be called a noob well you know how we call we call cars cages like fucking riders love to call cars cages I guess so which I don't I don't think I I've don't, ever actually I don't, I don't, said I don't, that I don't particularly like that no nah. it's just stupid but anyway you know how riders have got that mentality yeah. of like it's us versus them yeah what about those guys who drive those three wheelers what the Can-Ams and shit yeah the trikes yeah what do you mean like what do they call bikers and cars because they're just in between yeah well they consider themselves bikers yeah I consider them bikers I don't <laughs> well uh, this, this is why I consider them bikers okay they've got all the cons of riding a bike and none of the pros but they just cucked themselves well yeah exactly They've gone, I want to get a motorbike, but I don't want any of the pros of the motorbike. Yeah, I just want the cons. And I want... And anyone... <laughs> any, uh, the acknowledgement... Actually, to be fair, there's the guys who physically can't ride a motorbike, and yeah. it's the best they can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those exactly. guys, it's fair enough. I consider them... In this respect. I consider them bike riders, because anyone... The reason you nod to someone on the road, it's an acknowledgement that, hey, you're doing it too. As yeah. in, you're, you're taking the risk up. You know, you're... you're I mean, maybe it's not always that acknowledgement. Most, most of the time, I, I bet it's like the acknowledgement of like, oh, mate, you're a sick cunt too. Like, I don't know. What, whatever. Just, it's it's the acknowledgement of like, yeah, we're having such a good time, whatever. But I think the deeper meaning to that nod that you do or the, or the high or the, you know, the wave or whatever is saying... Oh, you're taking up this risk as well and I know why you're doing it because I'm doing it too you know what I mean it's sort of that thing so when someone takes up the risk of riding this three wheeler thing that is very vulnerable to crashes you know, other cars will destroy you still even though yeah. you weigh a bit more but they'll still fuck you up um, you're open to the elements including bugs dust and rocks and everything else you know, if if someone takes up all these risks, I don't care how many wheels they're on. I I consider them 
you know, uh, I include them. Yeah. You know? And they're very insecure. They're an insecure bunch, the the, the trike riders. They know deep down that people... Oh, I feel bad for pe- them now. Yeah, people laugh at them. I'll give, ins- I'll give them a hug next time I yeah, see them. Yeah, give, give one a hug. <laughs> hug a trike a day. <laughs> it's- if you guys see one, give them a bit of support. Give them, give them a hug. Give them a pat on the back. and Even just, just a compliment. And just say... Hey, man, that's a nice third wheel. Yeah, look... I- <laughs> I've actually complimented a guy with a trike and I can... I don't You're know, a good Samaritan. I didn't know why that he was... At the time, I didn't know why he got... He lit up so much. But like, he's like, hmm, it's it's quick too. It's nice. You know, it sounds really nice. That's where you give him a pat on the head and you go, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I, I genuinely job. liked it. I was like, I, I like what... I like this thing. It's cool. And he's like, yeah, it is. It is cool, isn't it? Now I know why I bought it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Make them and feel it, included. Be like, oh, bro, did you, it, it like, did you almost low side on that corner too? Like, but it, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but it like weirded me out. I was like, all right, man. Like, like he, he made it feel like he really needed that compliment that day. You know, he was out in the mountains and he just really needed that compliment. And I... Maybe was, he knew you. And I was... He genu- recognized you. He was like, fuck. I was genuine. I was genuinely making a compliment and he was like, so thankful and I, it, it creeped me out for a second and I was like dude like just relax man holy shit kind of like when Sasha K compliments my 900 yeah what do you say oh he just looked at him and went oh that's a nice 900 man you did a good job yeah and what do you say what, what, what was your reaction oh I walked away and called my mum oh <laughs> I let her know yeah Sasha approved yeah Daddy K approved actually what do you think of his new R1 his new makeover. I haven't, I haven't seen it in person yet. But you've seen it though? You've seen the photos? Kind of, because I'm not really on Snapchat. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on... I don't really look at anything. He's just sort of sent me some photos and I, I liked it. Uh, so far, so good. Mm. I want to see it in person. Apparently, he's riding it around. It's, it's already done. The frame is kind of back together. Slav spec. <laughs> you know, I was like, did you weld it? He's like, yeah, I took it to this guy. I'm like, it was he... By any chance of Slavic descent, and he's like, "No, I don't think so." I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, cool. This might actually work." So the whole time he did the makeover, it was just in full squat. Oh yeah, dude, it was like so Slav. Like he was buying the most AliExpress. It made it difficult. He was buying the most AliExpress shit ever, and I'd be like, "Hey man, do you want to like buy quality shit if you're spending all this effort?" He's like, "Nah, man, no need." I was like, all right. Like, dude, he triggers the fuck out of me. Like, the amount of shit that he cheaps out on. I'm like, what is wrong with you? No, he triggered me when he said he's polishing the frame. Oh, no, no. When I took him to MCAS, when I took him to to, to our shop, and I was, like, um, putting some helmets on him, I'm like, dude, you need a new helmet. He's like, mine's a great helmet. I'm like, it is a good helmet seven years ago. You know? It's not a good helmet anymore. It's fucking old. And we looked up how old his helmet is. It was more than seven years old. And I was like, look, get a no new shit. helmet. Get a fucking new helmet. He's like, I like mine. Yeah, would it even do the job anymore? Huh? Apparently. Probably not. Every, no, probably how long not. is it? You have to... It's about seven years, yeah. You have to change it? Yeah. See, yeah. I've never made three years with my helmets. Yeah, yeah. It's about seven years. For good helmets. For the premium ones, you know? So, anyways, I was like, oh, you know, so this is this is a good helmet. If you, if you you Depending on what you fit, you know, I reckon spend about six, eight hundred bucks get a nice one you won't have to do it for seven years you have a nice helmet that fits well and you'll like it and it'll be light and all that shit 
Maybe get an maybe get an X light because you're a Nolan shape. He actually that's actually one person that has a helmet that is their shape. Nolan, he's a Nolan. He's definitely a Nolan, not Arai. He's 100 yeah. percent a Nolan shape. So if he gets an X light, that'll be perfect. And he's like, "How much are X lights?" I'm like, "Oh, about 750." And he's like, "Too much." I'm like, "Too much for what?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll find one on special." I'm like, cool, find one on special. I'm like, how much money would you spend on a helmet? How much is too much? He's like, hmm. 200. 400. And I'm like, that triggered the fuck out of me. He's like, bro, you don't need to spend that much on a helmet. I'm like, you don't. You really don't. However, the features you get, it's not just about safety, man. Like, you can remove the, you can remove the liner. You can wash it. You can, like, you know, adjust the fit and all that. You get, like, better features you get better visors you get better this it just makes you experience better like what what do you <laughs> this the other day i was like to him what do you have against quality <laughs> i don't understand you you spend the most useless like you spend the most like um unnecessary amount on useless shit but you won't spend money on a helmet what the fuck and he just goes oh you know you, you don't need to spend that much <laughs> like, all right, sure, you don't need to spend that much. But... He needs to save all his money for those Nike high tops. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, buys the most useless shit. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He'll spend spend $1,000 on assorted pieces of clothing that make no fucking sense. And then he'll, he won't... No, but, bro, you have to, have, like, a fl- you like, have, to have a fly snapback I'm like, when you get much, off the bike. How much money is too much for a, for a pair of gloves? And he's like, um, $100. Bucks. I'm like, what about if they're like full touring ones and you're doing a long distance trip he's like you don't need them 100 bucks <laughs> I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake so yeah uh, oh do you do you remember the the post that someone made about how much money they they should spend on all their gear and no and there was someone said oh how much how much what's my budget for gear what should what should my budget be and i jumped on there and just said 1.5 to 2.5 how people understood that, especially one guy called Justin, I think it was. Oh, call out. I think how he understood it was me saying, you should spend at the very least 1.5 at the very, or like to 2.5 if you can. I did not mean that. Because Sasha K was like, hey bro, what the fuck was that about? Because even he disagreed with me. I was like, dude, and agree or disagree, feel free, alright? I think you should spend... 1.5 as in that's perfect that's that's good comfortable durable gear yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i'm not i'm not I saying think that, i spent a thousand all up on my first set of gear when i started riding yeah but that was that's gear that guaranteed i was going to crash in yeah and probably ruin yeah and gear i may decides i don't want to ride like i don't like riding so sure it doesn't put me out of pocket much sure but for a dedicated rider who knows he wants to ride, is going to ride a lot, maybe commute, then yeah, that's 100%. a whole that's a whole separate argument of like, are you committed? But let's just say you're you're. But fully, if you're not committed, I wouldn't you're spend fully over a committed. thousand. No, if you're not committed, I wouldn't even spend. You can you can do under a thousand, but I wouldn't. I just you you don't cheap out regardless if you're riding. Yeah. You get the bare minimum. Of yeah. like safety, that is. Yeah. You can cheap out and you can get trash. But when you have that slide or that crash that's guaranteed to happen mm-hmm. at some point in your riding, 
experience then you want to be able to slide and walk away from it hopefully mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is do not include the argument of am I in this for the long run let's just assume actually that- how many highway meets are you going to what how many highway meets are you going to uh, is that is that your is that the measure of how long you're in it for? No, that's how much money I'm going to spend. Oh, okay, okay. So every every highway meet is a hundred bucks. No, if I'm going to even one highway meet, that's instantly a thousand dollar helmet. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. A decent, good looking leather jacket. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks. Yeah. High top Nikes. Yeah. Or Yeezys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, so you're looking at about a thousand dollars for a good pair of. Like mm-hmm. shoes, you got to consider the snapback. Mm-hmm. That's going to be hanging off of your belt buckle. Mm-hmm. What belt are you wearing? Um, what bum bag? What Cal- side sat? What satchel are you going to be wearing? Cal- Louis Vuitton, Calvin Klein belt, Gucci with a, with a with a Louis Vuitton bum bag. Um, actually, a Kill Switch edition bum bag in Louis Vuitton colors. See, no gloves, and then a nice pair of um, torn up jeans. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Pre, pre-crashed. Yes. Yes. Duh. And then that's that's the perfect attire for a highway meet. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously. And then super coarse attires. But, of course. No, slicks. Just go slicks. Your mate's um, X-Track tires. Yeah, your, your mate's ones are just been off the track. Yeah, yeah, Second hand. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck them straight onto your R1. Straight onto perfect. the R1. Perfect. Brand new Chinese fairing if so it, the bike looks clean. If it rains, just turn around and like nervously laugh and be like... It's alright guys, I'll just go take it easy. <laughs> Sorry boys, couldn't make this one. I was too busy doing wheelies. Yeah. I'll make the next meet. <laughs> so, look, what I was saying is, um, helmet. $600. That's what I think is respectable for a first helmet. Um, oh, well, considering the helmet I've got, how much did I pay for that? 500 all up? Yeah. And that's a good awry helmet. Yeah. With the visor as well. But you fit that helmet. There's a chance that you may have not fitted that helmet and you may have fit But our a argument is how helmet. much you can spend. Hmm? Our argument is how much you would spend. No, no, no. I'm saying on average, on average, based on what I've seen, people walking in, there's some people that put on a $1,000 helmet and go, mm-mm, doesn't fit at all. They put on a $700 helmet. Yes, fits really well. So if you average it out of how much people roughly spend on a helmet that f- correctly fits, not just fits their budget, but correctly fits, it's around the $600 mark. Usually, okay. usually... I you are talking minimum. No, no, no. No, not minimum. I'm talking average... People fit a helmet around six hundred dollars. They usually have the option of going to a thousand or above um, of a helmet that fits them as well. But usually, around six hundred dollars is an expected amount to budget for a helmet. Okay, and then uh, about a hundred to one hundred and fifty on a on a pair of gloves. Yep. About two hundred dollars on a pair of boots. Yeah, um, that's fair. About $200 on a pair of jeans, about um, yeah, 200 to $300 on a jacket, okay? So that's textile. Yeah. Because you're not going to get textile. a good leather for, for that. For sure, for sure. If you, But what I'm saying so is... So you reckon tech, um, textile versus leather isn't an argument, textile's fine? For a first yeah. jacket? 
for sure. But this is what I'm saying, okay? If so you, you can if you, you can say leather's overkill. Just let me finish my sentence, Jesus. But is it overkill? Just listen. Right, it's not overkill. I don't think it's overkill. But if you put up, if you if you add up all these numbers that I just said, it comes to about yeah between 1.3 to 1.6 depending on which gear you go for depending if the helmet costs a little bit more than 600 or whatever but i made it to a nice round 1.5k you should spend around 1.5k you'll end up with good gear that'll last you a while did you hear that amen and then (laughs) fucking cheaping and then i said up to 2.5 why did I say 2.5? I'm not saying aim between 1.5 and 2.5. 2.5 is best. No, I'm saying for those fuckboys out there that rock up to the shop with their parents behind them that will pay anything for their kid's safety, do not spend any more than 2.5. It's an absolute waste of money as your first set of gear. Unless, of course, they're going straight to a highway meet that night. Unless you're going straight to a highway meet. Yeah, correct. You know, do not spend any more than a thousand dollars on a helmet. It is a waste of money. Do not spend it any more than six hundred, eight hundred dollars max on a jacket. That's a waste of money. Don't spend any more than four hundred on a pair of pants. Waste of money. Don't spend any more than two hundred to yeah three hundred max on a pair of gloves. That comes to about yeah just just over two point five k if you if you put up all these items. Don't spend seven hundred dollars on boots. Don't get track boots that make no fucking reason, no, make make no sense for you to get them. Um, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying one point five k will set you very nicely. If anything, if I was to put it in a price range, I'd go one thousand to one point six k is a very good, you know, aim to go for. One point five is usually what people will pay for when they get a decent all-rounder gear set for their first um you know starter kit right and when people ball out and they come in with a you know splashing cash all around um i i actually tell them i I tell them i'm like hey you don't need this helmet man they fit like one someone fit an rx7v and i was like how long have you been riding for he's like i just got my license i'm like okay you also fit this 700 helmet equally I so think, you guilted him into the cheaper one, even though he wanted the expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I said to him, get Not on. Get, get the seven hundred dollar one because you don't need this now. It'll still protect you. It'll still be comfortable. It still fits you. Get the seven hundred dollar one. The pants don't go leather. It's a waste of money. You're just going to be commuting. You're not going to like how they feel. You're not going to be casual walking around. You have to change pants all the time. Get the Kevlar's. Don't spend six hundred dollars on on leathers. Um, jacket, I let the guy get a uh, leather jacket because it was 450 It was on sale. I was like, cool, this works out. You know, it was going to be $300, $400 for a textile anyway. Yeah. I was like, all right, 450 that's a respectable amount. Gloves, he spent 180 And um, boots, he spent, uh, f- I, think he, I think he got um, the SMX6s, normal ones. So $300. And that came to, yeah, just under $2K. I think it was right about 2k like 1.9 or something what bikes you ride i think he was getting an r3 okay yeah so like this scenario happens all the time and my pricing guide when i said 1.5 to 2.5 is 1.5 is a very good if anything try to stick to 1.5 don't go above it but if you are going to go above it do not go past 2.5 it's a waste of money that's what i'm saying and people mistook it as like 
you know, spend 1.5 to 2.5. If you can, spend 2.5. Fuck no. But 2.5, like, you're spending, like, over 2.5, you're looking at, like, a $1,500 helmet. Yeah. And then a one-piece. I'm trying to think of the most expensive things. Actually, no, it's more expensive to go um, two-piece, isn't it? I've... Unless, of course, you go the the airbag ones. No, no. How much are the airbags? The airbag ones are 6K. 6K? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I had a guy that came in once and uh, said to me, Hey, man... Um, my mate's going to come around soon. He just bought an S1000RR. We've guilted him all at the office to uh, come in and get um, the best gear because we all have good gear. And this, and he's, he's like to me, this guy's loaded. Be one of us. He's like, this guy's... Squeeze as much like, money he, out he, of him he's as like, possible. He's, got, he's like, this guy's loaded. He's going to come in, just give him all the best shit and he's going to buy it. So he came in with his proposition like, hey, bro, I've got a great proposition for you. Like... Like, I'm going to give you a lot of money he's like, <laughs> on yeah, your commission. He's like, yeah, man, this guy's going to make... Your commission's going to go through the roof, bro. He's like, this guy's going to make you me. a lot of money. The funny thing was that we weren't commission-based back then, but it didn't matter. The guy came in, and he wanted the best stuff. And I was... I, I told him, you know, because he was an older guy, you know. Not older, but, like, he was, like, in his late 30s, I would say. And Was he easy to influence or was it actually harder? Super, super easy to influence. But I didn't influence him. He already wanted the best shit. You know, he didn't care. And he, he basically said to me, he came in and he's like, hey, hello, uh, I think my, my, my mate came in before and told you about me coming down. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And um, we started with a helmet. He ended up going RX-7V. That's 1300 right there. He ended up going a Laguna Seca two-piece, which is about 1500 Um, He ended up going the uh, Axel Pros. I think he went Axel Pros. Oh, no, he didn't go Axel Pros. He went the uh, Corsair D1. What are they? Uh, Danese. They're no, the, what are they? Boots? Yeah, boots, yeah. Okay. Corsair D1, Danese, which are about $500. Um, he, Should have gone the cities. He went. Well, yeah, the cities are a bit more of a fuck around to get on. The, nah, but at they least cost the, more. At least the corset. Yeah. Well, the Axel Pro ins cost seven fifty. He could have gone those, but they're like specific for track. So he went nah, the one do down. Um, and only because I told him not to get them, I was like, "You don't need these. Get the get the other ones." And he got them. And then he got the three hundred dollar gloves fives. And he got. Um, he got a bunch of extras, like a, a couple of visors, um, got a pin lock, and uh, I think that was it. Yeah, and th- and that came to three point seven k. No shit, jeez. And I felt okay about selling him all that. I didn't feel like I was stealing his money, only because he's been riding for a while. He's returned to riding. He knows he's gonna be doing it for a while. He's loaded. He's not just a struggling student that's come in for his bike license. I, I mean, from his bike license. Hey, man. You know, he's he's an older guy. He's made some money. He's splashing some cash. He bought a new bike. He wants people to know. He, and, and his friends all have nice gear and he wants to join in on that. So that's the only situation where I'm okay with selling someone all that money uh, worth of gear. So... Yeah, but any more than 2.5, if you're young and you just got your license, man, that's a fucking waste of money. I don't care how much money you have. 
you're not going to use up that gear to its full potential. That's one thing. And unless you're in an exceptional circumstance and two, you're probably going to ruin it quite quickly. And yeah, you know, yeah. But oh, look at my leather spend, jacket at home. If, if you spend any less than a thousand dollars on gear, chances are uh, a few items, if not all, will deteriorate quite quickly. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, well, my RSTs, they're fucked. Um, and they were about 200 bucks. The boots, I mean, to be fair, I got a lot of life out of them, but those were pretty fucked. The, you didn't use them much, though. I did when I started riding. Did you? Yeah. Um, no, I'm right. Yeah, no, the RSTs, the Kevlar jeans, they just fell apart. Yeah. Um, I think I paid like 150 or some shit. Yeah. I didn't pay that much for them. I paid 250 for useless dragons. Um, <laughs> at the time. I had a dry rider textile, which probably costs again about 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. I bought five gloves and they were actually terrible. Mm-hmm. But they are, I'm guessing they're probably like when the first. I don't know how long five have been around. I don't know how long they've been around. So I don't know if... I, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt that it was some still trialling, seeing how they go. Is this from Amex? No, I bought these at Brighton Bikes. Because I used to buy these five gloves that were 70 bucks. And they were... I paid $100 for mine. They were quite and shit. And they were summer ones. They were quite shit, but they fit really well. But they would just deteriorate over time. No, you see, mine were all right, but the fingers just came apart. Yeah. The tips... And I ended up having my fingers poking through them like a homeless bloke. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. and then I bought the Alpine Star gauntlets. They were yeah. great. And then I bought another pair of five summer gloves three years ago, and mm. I've still got them. Mm. And I absolutely love them. They're probably my still my favourite pair of gloves. Which which ones? The shorties. Oh, the shorties. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. same ones as Harry's got. Yeah. The shorty version. Yeah. And I wear those in summer. And absolutely love them. Yeah. And they're quite good. The Evo I stunts, probably wear yeah. those are probably about sixty percent of the year. The stunt airflows or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then um, what else was it? And then I had oh, I had the AGV K three helmet. Oh yeah. Like the early gen, and so, that was heavy. Fit was terrible. I remember it's pressed to my forehead. Yeah. I used to get headaches after long rides. My neck would hurt because the helmet was just heavy. <laughs> It's and actually not it, that heavy of a helmet, but it's no, so it's, poorly it, balanced. It felt heavy compared to my other helmets. It's I've so had. fucking poorly balanced. See, I still stand by the the Star Carbon Bell. Yep. I still love that helmet. Yep. I loved that helmet. That was a great helmet. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But they discontinued, and sure. they changed it into the race style, which doesn't fit me. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I bought. <laughs> you know, shit. No shit. Yeah. 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 So out of all that first gear kit that you had oh actually what, were, the, what RJ, were the pieces the only piece that survived and I still wear it is the RJ back, oh, the back, back protector. protector yeah yeah true true which has got the kidney belt yep and the two elastic straps for my shoulders and it's absolutely fine mm. I've probably worn that easily 300 days a year like minimum for so five years so you still years. have that and the dry rider jacket how was that was that a good buy oh it was an okay buy. You got freezing as and in, not as winter. In, as in how how durable was it? Well, no, it's a summer jacket. 
so winter I was freezing how durable was, was it in terms of how much use you got out of it I think I got the leather after a year mm. the leather jacket but um, look it was alright fitment wasn't amazing it didn't mm. fit that great um, it wasn't really for my kind of body type anyway mm. like sleeves were long enough but to get the sleeve length it was very wide on the chest and the waist <laughs> yeah like very wide yeah so it wasn't really the best purchase so I was a bit ignorant with my gear even though I had my dad with me mm. but dad just kind of went with whatever I said I said oh if I feel like it fits fine so mm. we got it yeah whereas I didn't really have someone who would actually go oh does it feel tight here or here let's try this one let's try this one so what would be your personal advice for someone that's about to get a full kit how much should they spend and what should what should they get well I reckon most important thing buying gear is go to somewhere like MCAS and ask someone for their help and advice like ask someone to help you who knows fitment I think that's crucial because no one knows no one really pays attention to fit they just try it on they go oh this feels okay yeah but they don't really realise how well it fits until they wear something that fits them really well, mm. which was me with my helmet mm. when I went in to speak to you. <clears throat> Whereas now my helmet, for the first time, feels like it fits how it's meant to. And it continues to feel that way after it's broken in as well. Yeah. 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 It doesn't start pressing up against your face when you're going fast. And that's the thing, I trust my gear more. Like, I'm more confident in my gear. Mm not in a bad way like I don't ride around racing between cars or anything why not oh, I've, I've, I've retired mm. <laughs> yeah for sure I'm on my way to the ADV life very soon <laughs> one day I hope that I'll go GS rally edition no I'm hoping one day I'll get a ZX10 like the brand new model yep like the brand new thousand super sport yep with a textile jacket ugly cheap boots mm um, and a textile a textile jacket with a cheap helmet mm. and just not look at other riders <laughs> I want to be one of those guys so badly I want to be one of those guys that just buys the newest bike has yeah. shit gear yeah. and rides the bike full stock yeah and doesn't acknowledge other riders at the lights complain about your wife all the time yep yep <laughs> and just you know like talk about your artistic kid I don't know where that's come from, but <laughs> they all have special needs kids. Those guys that are pissed off, mm. you can tell. No comment. Yeah, you can tell. They just, you know, well, not you can tell. They tell you. You can tell because they tell mm. you. Yeah. Well, the ones I'm talking about don't even talk to. They don't even look at me at the lights. No, no, if they do. They t- ignore if, me. If you do find them at a cafe and manage to trap them into a conversation, they always end up telling you about their special needs kid. Yeah. Special needs as in he's special and he needs stuff. No, see, I like, because they're those ones who will set the lights and you'll pull up next to them and you'll full stare at their bike up and down, like looking at it going like, oh, mm. it's this. They'll quickly look, oh, it's a rider. Mm. And it's straight ahead. Yeah. No interest. No matter what you ride. Yeah. They're just looking, it's just like, oh, okay. Yep. Just another day. Yep. Just another day. Like maybe they're just too old to care anymore. Cage. They're just like, oh, it's just, I've yeah, seen that before. I th- yeah, I think they're just too old to care. Yeah. No matter how heritage it is, they might care. They'd be like, fuck, I haven't seen one of those for twenty years. But ah, okay. They might care, but I don't think they just show it anymore. They're just sort of like, meh. 
It's not like the head nod. Eventually, I guess. I I think a they just look at it. They go, seen it. it. I've seen that. Yeah, seen. It's like Braden when you show him a meme. <laughs> seen it. No, he just says I can't see it. Why? Oh, because he doesn't follow the Instagram pages. Oh God. Everything's blocked. Jeez. That's I, all I get. I, I don't know. I don't can't know. see. I don't know all this like Instagram talk, man. All the all you young kids these days. I don't get it. I think it's time to make a wrap because it's 2 a.m. Is it? It is 2 o'clock in the morning. 2.04 now. It's just clock table. Uh, it's too late. Uh, I want it, girl. Yeah, well, it's been nice, man. It's been nice. Thank you for having me, Us. No worries. And, it was a um, pleasure. Uh, I just realized we didn't really start the, the episode. Like, I didn't go, hey, how you doing? I didn't do, like, a radio shit. We can do it now. Yeah, we can do it now. Welcome to Kickstand, Welcome everyone. to Kickstand Podcast, everybody. Episode 24. Glad you are joining us again once. Oh, rip. Now we're going to talk for another hour. Yeah, we have to, <laughs> we have to continue talking about this useless shit. Um, oh, it, it's worth mentioning. This episode is sponsored by streetriders.com.au. Um, jump onto the pre-orders of the... Uh, Kevlar hoodies and casual hoodies and skatewear and all that stuff that's coming out. And speaking of that, you are um, in the process of designing and distributing, finalizing the catalog, finalizing a cat, a nice, a very nice, pretty catalog for the um, the clothing brand, basically. Amen. And I think that's going to be a thing that's coming along really nicely. It'll 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 come out sometime soon. Um, I'm hoping for spring, you know, spring, summer, next year, 2020, summer 2020, do you reckon? Um, no, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm hoping. It's, it depends on what Sash wants to do with that one. Yeah, I th- I'm hoping it comes out at that point. And um, yeah, so jump onto the website to buy some stickers and oil, if you want to buy oil. It might be out of stock though. See what's on there and... Go fuck yourselves. Um, oh, I like that last part. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was another thing? Oh, yeah. So, as you may notice, last episode was um, uploaded, what, a week? A week and a half ago? And yeah. this one is nice and close to it. We're hoping it's going to continue at this pattern. We're sitting at my place. It's a lot more chill. Highly recommend it um, to anyone who wants to you relax. Can, you can have as you, you can get have, free shisha. You get free shisha. Yeah, yeah. You you, have, you can have as much crack as you want because you could just chill out, and you don't have to worry about cops getting you on your way home. You know, you can just walk home if you want. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's quite relaxing. You know, we've got smooth jazz playing in the background. Um, got lava lamps uh, yeah lava lamps we've got a we've got a red lava lamp a green one a blue one we've, we've got, got guitars that look pretentious a, yeah we don't he doesn't even play guitar they're just here to make it look pretentious like a studio guitars with a strap that has <laughs> flames on it a bass guitar on the on the back you gotta you gotta you know differentiate this from the two sam um we've got a a uv light behind the computer that just lights up the wall pretentious painting you know not gonna I don't really explain where that painting came from if you ask me I say I don't know it, it was you know it was here when we moved it was in 20, it was twenty it was twenty thousand dollars no big deal um and yeah it's it's quite a nice room I think it's a very 
good change from where we used to be. Even though, even though where we used to be was really cool, mad studios, but it's just so far hard to organize. Now we can just do it from my house. So I'm hoping we're going to be cranking these out a lot more often, a lot more relaxed. I hope it translates into the conversations that we have less serious and, um, yeah, hopefully we reach episode 50 by the end of the year. What do you think? Can we do it? Amen. Do you reckon we can do it? Amen. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means anymore. I pray. Oh, you pray? Yeah. Okay. In my own way. Well, hopefully you can be on episode 50. Episode 50, we're going to get all the boys around. And um, that'll be a... Oh, jeez, that'll be a shit show. Oh, that'll be a shit show for sure. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll give it a go. I don't know. Yeah. Don't be shy, people. Yeah. Come on down. Come on down. And We're desperate. Um, we need you. We need you. We're oh, barely yeah. getting by. <laughs> oh, okay. We're struggling. Just we need people to come in. Yeah, please. This is a charity. Please. We accept Don- donate any donation. Time. Donate your time, please. Anything helps. Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you for listening. Um, and we'll see you. Hear you. Hear from you. You'll hear from us on the next one at some point within the next two weeks stay tuned
sleep in the driver's seat I've been lost in my head for weeks Trying to find what it is I need 